0: We continue the TikTok track right here on Trackback with Cal because I'm joined by James Normandy. What a guy this is. He's got the looks. He's got the personality. He's got everything. And he's got a TikTok. And that's exactly what we're talking about this week on track back We continue our uh, TikTok discussion. And James has some very fascinating details on how he started his TikTok and how he is now coping with his newfound fame. James is such a nice guy. It was such a pleasure to chat to him on Trackback with Cal Mac. Uh, a lot of fascinating information. And if you guys want to have your say on this episode, then uh, get in touch with us either email us at trackbatpodcast at yahoo.com follow us on instagram at trackbackpod there's so many ways you can get in touch here's myself and james normandy gotta say James it's a pleasure to have you on the show um for the viewers that are listening into this week's show James Normandy is on the uh TikTok trek how are you doing James? I'm wonderful thanks how are you? Mate I'm wonderful and it's great to hear that uh you're wonderful just like I'm wonderful it's just amazing but um it's a pleasure to have you on the show James uh thank you for taking your time out to be on the TikTok trek um so my first question for you is you know, TikTok. I can't tell you the amount of people that I've seen on that app. It's absolutely crazy, but what makes you attracted to it? What, what, what vibe are you getting off TikTok by being on it?
1: Um, to be honest, it's more of the kind of community feel. That's, that's like the main thing I get out of it. Just like, it's crazy how many people you actually meet through it. And just like, for example, when you go live and the same people are joining every time and you kind of build that weird connection with, with the kind of viewers. And it's like, you don't really get that on any other app.
0: Absolutely. Would you say that you've made a lot of friends since you joined the app?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. That's
0: brilliant. And I mean, do you think, uh, you know, with other social media platforms, like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, do you think that they have that sort of community spirit, like you mentioned as much as TikTok does? Do you think TikTok is that breath of fresh air that social media needs?
1: Mm, yes and no i'd say that um it's it's slightly less formal i think instagram for example is a place where people only post their absolute best um and it's kind of a bit more judgmental but then again on the on the flip side of that tiktok comments can be absolutely brutal sometimes yeah <laughs> that's have been told i feel like people are just they're not really scared to post anything on tiktok it's kind of just you just, po- people are just posting things for a laugh kind of thing. Um But so on that aspect, it's good. But I think people are more brutal on TikTok, yeah.
0: Don't you find it amazing how one video can just go viral like that? Like, like literally like that. It, it's amazing how you can create yeah. one, one thing that can come out of your imagination can turn into one of the most watched videos on TikTok. It's brilliant, isn't it?
1: It's absolutely crazy, and it's good how it doesn't depend on the amount of followers you have or the amount of like social proof or anything. You can literally post a video, and if it's if it goes viral, it goes viral. That's absolutely, it. Absolutely, absolutely. You don't you don't get that on any other platform.
0: And you look back to when you started TikTok. Now, looking at your followers here, three hundred eighty-five thousand followers, ten million likes. That's insane. You are definitely one of, um, you, well, personally, one of my favorite uh, TikTokers for sure. And I'm going to explain to you exactly why that is uh, later in the show. But did you imagine when you first started TikTok, did you imagine right in this minute in time on this show that you'd have the viewers and the followers that you now have?
1: No, not at all. Um, I I mean, I started making them for a laugh and I did not expect that amount of views or followers or anything at all.
0: It's funny because a lot of the TikTokers that have come on the TikTok track have, have said the same as you. They said they started making TikToks for a laugh and it ends up, you know, becoming something that big. It's just it's just amazing how that can happen, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Absolutely crazy. Um, so, you know, I want to I want to go back to what you said about hate comments. Um, have you had any sort of hate comments on TikTok so far and how have you managed that?
1: um to be honest i don't actually get that many it's quite annoying like i kind of i almost wish i had more because it's hate comments are always a sign that you're doing something well and um because people want to drag you down so in terms of dealing with hate comments i'd say don't listen to any comments whatsoever if someone's saying like oh yeah really good like you're the best or whatever if you block that out as well you'll realize that if you don't take in anyone's opinion whatsoever, because if you listen to all the people lifting you up, then you will also listen to the people bringing you down. So if you just don't listen to anyone and just do your own thing and don't care about the comments, it doesn't mean don't read them. Read them, maybe reply to them as well, but never take anything to heart, whether it's good or bad, and you won't get offended whatsoever. Absolutely. Now, as a TikToker yourself, James, if you see a
0: friend that you know on TikTok and a fellow content creator getting abused, are you the kind of TikToker that, will step in and stand up for that person? Or would you not take that approach? I mean, as a TikToker, what would you do if you saw someone in that very bad situation getting abuse off people off the app?
1: Um, I mean, to be honest, there's not a lot you can do. Obviously, I'll step in and support where I can. Um, but for example, if it's like little kids with no profile picture, or just random accounts, just giving hate comments, there's, there's not much you can do that kids like, uh, do you think there's? Uh, do you think there's something the app can do to maybe stop this abuse
0: happening because if it is younger kids that are dishing out this abuse should there be measures in place to maybe not allow them to come on the app because they're not fully matured yet and maybe reach that level of maturity to come on the app and start making content maybe they are too young
1: yeah I mean the the app is targeted for it's, it's from thirteen onwards isn't it yeah so, I guess the only thing they could really do is put a bit more age verification in. Um, like, I don't know how they do that, but there's got to be ways. And that the thing is with TikTok, you can make so many accounts as well, and it's not that hard. So, um, yeah, it's quite hard, quite easy to get around. I mean, we all did it with Facebook back in the day, didn't we? We did. All our birthdays say that we're turning like 46 next year, and we're actually oh, 20. You
0: know, that, <laughs> that is a real good point you brought up, James, because you mentioned that people there is ways it, it might be that might be the the age that you can start being a TikToker but there is ways that you can get past that verification process so I think we both agree that it can it, it can and should be stricter and yeah, you've seen on dating apps as well you've seen on, on tinder and stuff like that and 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 Facebook which is a prime example as as you mentioned how people can be 12 and pretend that they're 50 I mean yeah. Surely there's got to be measures in to stop that because it, it, it looks, it it looks suspicious. So surely do you have any ideas on how social media can stop people skipping that verification process?
1: Um, I think the, the thing with like dating apps and stuff, you can provide like your driving license and that, like you actually have formal ID. Uh, The only way you could really do it from a younger age is birth certificates and that, um, And then it's just running the risk of like data protection if there's a breach in like security and stuff. Um, But I'd say the best way to tackle stuff like that, especially like comment, commenting. If someone got reported a certain amount of times for like putting abusive comments, maybe if they banned them from commenting without telling them that they were banned and then just continue to put hate on people's videos, but it wouldn't even pop up. Because there's something you can actually do on your own videos in the comment section. You can put, um, you can ban certain words. So if you're getting similar yeah. abuse, if you if you had like a certain insecurity or something or something that was out of the ordinary and people were constantly commenting about it, you could block certain words that are constantly cropping up and they wouldn't even show. So it's, there's there's that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's good that we've got blocking in social media? Do you think it is a useful tool?
1: Yeah, for sure. 100% because they Otherwise, if there's, there's got to be certain levels of fil- like filtration because some people can be really brutal. And although some people can take it, some people can't. And it's, it's, it can be a dangerous place if people take things to heart.
0: Absolutely. Now, James, Karen versus McDonald's. Please tell me the process behind that skit because that skit made me laugh more than you can ever imagine. I've never laughed so much since seeing that skit, and I've seen some damn funny things. Please tell me the idea process behind the Karen McDonald's uh, skit, because we all love a Mackey's, don't we? We love a Mackey's. Mm. But what, tell me, that okay. you can see 362,000 likes on that, on that um, skit, and, you know, obviously you can tell it's a great skit, but tell me, what was the process behind that skit?
1: Okay, so originally the idea came from, everyone knows that the, the McFlurry machine is always broken that's just a fact all the time so I thought how can I make a video about the McFlurry machine being broken and I thought okay I'll just go in there ask for McDonald's it'll be broken but then I thought mm, someone's got to kick off and I thought who's the best person to kick off at McFlurry machine being broken of course it's got to be Karen <laughs> and I was right I was kind of like scripted out and everything and a bit that I didn't even originally script was right at the end that I thought was, it kind of made the video, was when Karen already left and yeah. the guy says to the other guy, "Oh, fancy a McFlurry then. It's almost as if they were doing it just because they knew it was a Karen, like just to annoy her kind of thing. Um, it's kind of like behind the scenes of McDonald's. That was like a last minute addition. I think that just made it. A little plot twist. If Karen's listening, I'll
0: give you my phone number. All sorted. <laughs> um, now, James, you're a football fan, aren't you?
1: Mm, no, I wouldn't say so.
0: Oh, damn! That's a shame. But I wanted to get your opinion anyway because you posted uh, another um, skit which I was interested in, and that was about the. <laughs> I can see your face. You're definitely know what I'm going to talk about. But I'm interested to know your opinion on this. I really am. But it is about yeah, the, uh, European Super League. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's it's faced a lot of harsh criticism, um, yeah. in in the football world. So I, I really want to know the idea behind you wanting to put that skit up. And what you overall think about it.
1: Right. So after finding out what it actually is, I don't agree with it whatsoever. Like it was it was a stupid idea. Yeah. The reason I made that skit, I didn't even know any of it was going on. I like I don't really follow football whatsoever, right? But I knew that people were kicking off. And I was at work and I was like, lads, what's going on? Like, and they tried to explain it. I was like, I don't get it. Just I was like, tell me some controversial points about it. I'll put it as a TikTok just to get people rattled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the whole idea of that video was just to like it was. It was hope I was hoping that it would go on like all the Instagram pages, like I'm just bait and like things like that about like this guy knows nothing kind of thing. Um, and the fact that I called it soccer as well just put the cherry on top. <laughs> so. Honestly, I... that Tell me you got I, some comments from that. Tell me you got some I, comments from that. Oh, I was absolutely chuffed by the result. Like, seriously, there were about, I think, probably 1,500 comments, 90% hate. I was absolutely loving it because it's like all these hate comments that I've been lacking in all, all this time. I've been thinking I can get it all at once. It was brilliant. Honestly, people... There was like a stream of people saying, I'm unfollowing, I'm unfollowing. And I checked and they actually did. (laughs) It was brilliant. I gained overall, but it was, um, it was still a good laugh.
0: Do you know what, do you know what I found really impressive about that skit? The fact that you, you did the research into it. And, and the fact that you knew, you knew that um, a lot of football fans uh, across the whole world um, were really strongly you know hmm. against the european super league and the fact that you you you, you knew just how to, to to work it was it's just brilliant i love it i absolutely I just love it on the
1: opportunity yeah, yeah you just i've always
0: wanted to- did you release it at the time when yeah. the announcement was coming out
1: yeah it was just it was just like yeah it was it was afterwards and it, when everyone was kicking off and everyone had the profile pictures cancel european super league all of that it was like it was at a really pinnacle point and oh i've always wanted God. to make a video on something controversial but everything controversial so far has kind of been a bit edgy but I thought this doesn't actually harm anyone so I can I can really push this I thought this is a great opportunity let's get people rattled how do you
0: yourself you know put something controversial at the same time putting a message out that you don't mean to be you know like that you don't mean to insult anyone you don't mean to insult anyone with the content you create so how do you plan if you, if you want to do something controversial how do you plan it very carefully without still notifying your viewers that it, it's it's all fun you're not you're not insulting anyone you don't want to cause any trouble
1: yeah i think the way i did it was to kind of the the way i kind of made that video it was in it was in such a tone where people who know me and they know my content know it's a joke and the fact that I said, I called it soccer as well. Hopefully, I was thinking, surely when I say the word soccer, people will know either, one, I don't, I don't know anything about football, or two, that it's a joke. And a lot of people did get that. A lot of people in the comments were saying, obviously, this is a joke. But equally, a lot of people thought it wasn't, which was great. God. So now, that was my back.
0: Now, James, out of all your content, I'm going to put you on the spot here um What is the most memorable skit that you've created, and how did you feel seeing the reception of that in particular skit?
1: Oof. What
0: There's no countdown clock? Don't worry, I'm not putting you on the spot. <laughs> I'm not
1: giving you a <laughs> I'd say the most memorable one that I made. I don't know if many people actually know it. It didn't even get that many views. It was the most fun TikTok I've ever made, right? It was um, about a primary school disco. I and think- it was just this really catchy tune. And it was just like every all the different types of people are at a primary school disco. Was, you, you'd have to scroll quite far back on my TikTok to find it.
0: Look, I've seen it, but I uh, have to reacquaint myself with it.
1: Yeah, and honestly, it was just so fun to make. It didn't actually get that many views, but I was just chuffed making it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I, I can't actually remember any others. I have to... Um, I mean, imagine going
0: back to your primary school disco is like the first ever like proper party you ever went to. Sometimes I go out to clubs and I feel like this night out was not as good as my primary school disco. And I never thought I'd say that in my life, but there we are. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: Is there any TikTok? Let's talk about fellow TikTok creators. There's so many good ones out there. Who is the one TikToker that you first watched and thought, damn, you know, is going to drive me to get my own success on the app and if there's one so, so that was the first part and then now if there's one content creator right now that you are fellow content creators with that you watch and think okay i can take inspiration off that as well
1: okay that's really good that's a great question um i'd say one of the first people i followed was probably jeremy lynch Jeremy Lynch. Um, what inspired me about his content was the amount of thought that went into it and the editing behind it as well. Like um, I don't know if you've seen his videos or stuff, but check him out. Yeah. Um, um, any others? Like you know, Joe Carter. Oh, I know him very well. I'm trying to get yeah, him. On the yeah,
0: show. Yeah. Trying to get him on the show. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but he just the fast-paced kind of style of his videos and the type of humor is just like really relatable and just like so good um anyone else trying to think um you gotta love the pool guy the pool guy pool guy is
0: just awesome have you seen
1: his
0: he's the guy that posts all those videos of the pools He's like, I'm not. Like a huge viral. You got, you got, you got to look him up. He's,
1: he's really I've good. Probably, I've probably, seen it. But probably I, him.
0: Yeah, you never know.
1: But um, bro.
0: final question, James, is where do you want this TikTok journey to go? Where, wh- we're talking right now. You're in the process of gaining all the followers, gaining all the likes, which is great. But where yeah. exactly do you want this to go in the future? Where do you want this TikTok to end up?
1: I don't know. To be honest, I change my mind on things like this. Like all the time like my mind is always changing about things like this um i think switching to youtube create creating and getting like a following on there and um making kind of more like slightly longer videos like between six or eight minutes things like that would be probably ideal um that i think i'd really be able to do something there that would be so fun as well. I think if I was to go anywhere with this whole social media thing, it would be YouTube.
0: Well, I yeah. hope you do, James. I really hope you do. Um, where exactly can they find your content um, just to check it out?
1: Yes, if you're on um, James Normandy, you can search that on Instagram or TikTok and it should come up. So that's <laughs> where you can
0: find well, James, mate I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I wish you all the best with your future career. And for the viewers that want to listen to this week's episode with James, then all you have to do is, of course, go on Spotify and search up the Weekly Crack with Mac, and it will be available. James, uh, along with other great TikTokers, will be on there. And the TikTok track does not stop, as we've got many more guests still to come on the TikTok track. James, pleasure chatting to you, my friend.
1: Yes, thank you very much for having me on. It's been no a problem, pleasure. Man. No problem. Thank you. Have a good day, mate. Have a good day.